right, guys, welcome into another mailbag edition. However, this is a special edition as we have Trent Blackledge on with us again, helping us out with some of these questions from our loyal followers and listeners. So thanks again for those questions. That email address again is nbarealtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Or Send they those can, questions in. Or they can hit us on Twitter at nbarealtalkpod. So, yeah, feel free to hit us up because we love doing this and you guys keep sending on, keep sending out some great questions. So we're going to direct, we're pretty much going to let Trent go to town on all these questions. And if, you know, we have some insights here or there, we'll, we'll jump in, but we're going to let him take it away. So, hey, Trent, first of all, welcome back again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mailbag, we're excited for this. So, first question is from Troy from Gainesville, Florida. He said, how good are the NBA players that we never see on the floor? First off, that's dope. Y'all got people listening way out in Florida. Like, I honestly thought y'all probably had, like, a, a solid, pretty good Utah fan base. The fact that you got people listening in Florida. It's because real talk. You know, real talk. Yeah, whatever. But I'm trying to give y'all y'all props, but that's pretty dope, bro. I'm not going to lie. We appreciate but. that. Russ and uh, Harden, is that the question, right? No, no, yeah, no. So this question was the how good are the NBA players that oh, 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 oh. that we never see, the ones we don't see play. Man. So your tenth, eleventh, twelfth guy on the bench, they just get garbage, garbage Listen, time. Anybody that stepped foot in the NBA, I don't care if it's a ten day, a one day, a one year, they are some of the best basketball players in the world. Period. Hands down, man. I've had teammates that are borderline NBA guys, and they had a few 10 days, or they had some non-guaranteeds, and they are killers, man. Killers. One of my guys out here, you guys may know him, Ronnie Price, played in the league. Talked about. Long time. That's my dog, Ronnie. Trent, we talked about Ronnie. Listen, Ronnie is a monster in a pickup game. Like, Bro, unstoppable. I'm, tell- I'm telling you, I just told the same story Last like three, week. three weeks Ooh. ago. Yep. So, we're playing at uh we're playing in the pro am like four years ago. And this was before he went to OKC and got cut. I think the last team he had played with was Phoenix at the time. And they had just released him or waived him or whatever. And he put a team together with some friends. And at the Pro Am, I mean, we were kinda I was pumped that I was gonna be able to guard Ronnie, right? <laughs> hey, so hey. Okay. First half, first half I was cooking. I had twenty three points in the first half. Ronnie wasn't guarding me, mm-hmm. maybe a few times if he switched on, you know, but he hadn't really turned it on, turned it on. Mm-hmm. Hey, and when we say turned it on, I now know what that means. Cause I'm just like, man, I'm hanging with Ronnie. I can play. He comes up to me at halftime and says, you're not going to get another catch the rest of the game. He denied me so hard. I only touched the ball three times that second half. The only points I scored were free throws when help defense came in and hit me. <laughs> and not only did he deny me the ball, it was suffocating. I was working so hard to try to get a catch. When, just even dribble handoffs, he'd run me off so tight. He'd run me off so tight. And, I mean, it was glue. It, it was terrifying. And then, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to tell you the truth, Trent. So, I finally get the ball after a made after they make it. It's a made basket. I get the inbounds. He picks me up full court. And when it comes to ball handling, I'm pretty confident. I'm not. It's like everyone clear out. I got this. You okay. He didn't let me get past half court, and I had to call a timeout. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man. That still haunts me to this day. Ronnie's a beast. And I always used to look like Ronnie. I've played. I've had plenty of NBA teammates, guys that were borderline guys. You're super good. Like, why are you not getting your chance in the NBA? He always just say, man, it's opportunity and comfort. Every time I get the teams where I'm getting the opportunity, I'm getting 20 minutes a game, I'm not comfortable in the system. The coach doesn't really give me the confidence to do what I do, or they want me to be a pass first point guard, and it's always something. And then he's like, the opportunities where I got comfort and the coach believes in me, let me go, Jack. He played for, uh, what's my man in Houston? Uh, Right now? Yeah. Dan Tony? He played for Dan Tony in Phoenix, but he's only playing 
10 minutes a game. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So he never got that even balance of opportunity and comfort. And why is that, though? Is it because he's a tweener? Like, he's not a true point? I don't know, man. I, sometimes that's just the NBA, bro. I mean, he's smaller, obviously. So I think hey, he starts hey, at a his disadvantage. D, though, his D? And, and by the way, his he, on ball. people give him, yeah. you know, they give him a hard time. Oh, he's not really a shooter. I are, probably, you, are you serious? Are you serious? When I'm talking NBA, people would say he's not a shooter. Oh. I have rebounded for Ronnie personally oh, yeah. where he hits 33s in a row and leaves the gym. But that just shows you how those guys I've never hit shooters, 33s in a row with no one guarding really me. shoot, bro. Ronnie can shoot. I play with Ronnie. Ronnie can shoot. And in the NBA, he's probably considered okay, probably best. Yep. You know, and then you look at some highlight reels. You see a guy like Steph Curry out there. Hitting 10-3. You know? and, well, and then, and then like, a guy like Ronnie Price guarding him, and he just treats him like a fly. Like, just gets right by him. Not even worried about him. It is sickening to think how good these dudes are. They're unreal, man. So yeah. outside of Ronnie, I mean, Della Vadova, for example, people go, oh, man, Deli, yeah. I can, I could stick Deli, man. You, you could stick Deli. These guys would shit on us any time of the week, right? Listen, they're just man, they're on a different level, man. These are these are 450 of the best players in the world. You know how many people play basketball? There's millions that's a good point. and millions of people that play. And there are 450 of the top players in the world. Like, they're like one percenters. They're like oh oh point one percenters. Like, think yeah. about that, bro. Like so you gotta understand, they're special talents, man. Like, it's hard to explain. Like, yeah, <laughs> like people don't understand. It's Even, like that stupid commercial NCAA commercial where it's like there are over sixty thousand and like NCAA athletes, and ninety nine point nine percent of us will be going pro in something, something other other than our sport, other than yeah. basketball. That should tell you right there. They you were know, trying to tell you, and you go. Oh, so it's hard to get there. Dude, it's a different level, man. Especially in pickup where there's no refs. You can kind of do what you want. Oh, man, I've played with D. Will in his prime. A monster. Paul Millsap in his prime. A monster. You can't stop him. If Paul wanted to score every time, Paul's going to score. And the funny thing is, hearing that from Trent, I don't know if that's – we don't really see that when you watch it on TV without getting Trent's scoop on that. You wouldn't think of Millsap as that player. No, like he no. can do whatever he wants whenever he wants. You don't see that until you hear this. You'd be surprised. And I've man. played against a handful of NBA guys. Like when I was telling you, I played against J.R. Smith, and he was literally the same size he is now when he was 16. Yeah. It's just stupid. <laughs> well, it's you know. crazy to think about the fringe talent and just how damn good they are. So, how would you say you stack up? So, me? Yeah. You shouldn't me, bro. Yeah, no, I mean, but keep it real, like, say a guy like Ronnie, I mean, are you even in, are you remotely no. in their class? No. Not, See, even, not even close. Trends being honest, because it's true, man. It's not even close. In, in my heydays, was I league athleticism? Yes. You can YouTube my highlights. I, athleticism. Athleticism. That's just jumping and running. Yep. But all the other shit is not even close, man. So a guy like Hakeem Warwick that couldn't get Syracuse guy couldn't get in, like really couldn't get time in the league. You know, he actually had a decent career, but never a great re- career. never really was the man on any team he yeah. played at. Yeah. He, he he'd take your lunch every single time. Every time, right? Every single time, bro. And a lot of these guys in pickup and stuff, you see you see a guy like I've heard Birdman, who's nuts, by the way. Um, Pick up games, you know, he's not on a team anymore, but you watch him play at a lifetime fitness, and he will score every, every time he time. touches it, inside, outside, he'll rain threes on you, and you would never know that. Yeah, like, and he's based like on 30, what you see. And he's like thirty seven or something, you know. And he it's his crazy. and his neck is green. <laughs> yeah, green and red and pink and bro. I'm, that's a hell of a question. So so these guys are just next level. They're unreal, man. Like a lot of these guys, they play pickup in their rec leagues and their church leagues and all that. And it's and it's just like, bro, it's just a different level. Even me out here, I'm like, bro. I, I say sometimes, don't make me play for real. I've been on the court with the NBA guys and some some random dude gets to talking and they'll say, don't make me turn it on, because it's it's a different level, man. It's 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 second to none. And we've been on the receiving end of that, and it's ugly. I've been on receiving in a lot. I can't remember the last time I beat Wes in a one on one game. 
Like it, how, it, and how many times would you say you guys played? Hundreds of times, bro. We we played all the time in college. As as a pros, we 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 get to play if we're around in the gym and shit. But it say now we'd go play. I might win a game. Might win a game. And I'm six eight, seven one wingspan. West is six five. I might win a game. That's crazy. Like I have to play my best game, A plus game, to win a you, game. You got to shoot over him. It's like and hit. It's hey, just it's like Marcus Banks. I was telling you for that summer I was out in Vegas, and this is a guy that played on like six different teams. He's on the Suns, Celtics. Yep. Played at Dixie, then at UNLV. I played him probably three hundred times one on one. I think the most I ever scored was six. Bro. And he took it personal. When I'd score, oh, no. he'd get pissed. Yeah, like you have no business scoring because you don't. And yeah, and there, <laughs> and there was never there was never any props there. It was no. it was no. You scored because you know it was my bad. You don't deserve to score, bro. You didn't earn anything. Don't you just love that though? Out of a guy, I love insane. it. I I probably beat Wes in a series once. Like I won like the the best out of seven series, and uh. Like, he was so mad. He was like, you will never win at nothing else. Not 2K, not bowling, not bear pong. And I'm like, <laughs> but that's how competitive they are, that's bro. They're, how... they're maniacs, bro. So, hey, so that's a good question from Troy. Great question, Troy, so, out of Florida. So, uh, Wells from El Paso, Texas. Okay. Is that UTEP? UTEP. My little cousin went to UTEP. Tim Hardway went to UTEP, right? Who? Tim Hardway. Tim Hardway Sr. I don't know. You know, killer crossover, Tim Hardaway? Tim Hardaway? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Like with Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway. Oh, okay, okay. Did he go to Utah? I want to say he did. Right. I'm not sure. I mean, one. I'm normally pretty good at that, so. Right. You're damn good. Hey, I'll let's, check that. let's pause. Ask Jordan one guy who played in the league where he played college. Just pick any guy. Ooh, no, let's like do a, this. A scrub or like a No, let's do this guy. later because I, I could do this for days. We're going back to this. So, so Wells, do it. Wells from El Paso says, and this. Chelsea Billups. Colorado, easy. All right. So, so, tr- so, Trent, this one's actually meant for you. It says, tr- ask Trend the toughest players he's ever played against, and why? What made them so good? Well, and this high, could be at any point. In high school, we played my high school team. We played Sean Lewis's team in the state tournament in the Final Four, and I heard he was the best high school player yeah. since Jason Kidd. Oh my God, it was. Like, you could just feel it. Like, he had, like, a, a aura around him. Like, bro, he's going to the league, and he's going to be good in the league. Yeah. Six, seven point, he's smooth. He can pass. And he, he was probably shooting. Yeah. Uh, you could just see it, bro. And I, it was crazy. We had, like, our state dinner banquet thingy, and they had a player from each team at different tables. And I remember I was at this table, and I'm just sizing them up. And we're, like, the same size, same kind of build. And I'm like, this motherfucker's not that good. And then when we played them three days later. It was like, yeah, he's the real deal. <laughs> so, that, what, like, what did he put up on you guys? Probably, thing is, his numbers weren't crazy. He probably gave us like 18, 8 assists, 6 yeah. rebounds. But he just steals. dominated, probably. But, but his presence on the game is just, you could feel it, bro. Because he had a couple of scrubs on his team. Like, he had two other guys that went D1. And one one of his teammates were, uh, I actually went to Juco with my little guy, Jay Mott. And they went back to back state tournaments. But it was just like three or four of them. But he was just so good and so dominant, bro. Yeah, Sean Livingston was the real deal. Anyone else you can think of, like even at Marquette? In college, Jeff Green was a beast. We didn't want to know. Georgetown Jeff Green? Of course. He was a monster. And Do- why? Just size, strength, power, bro. He's 6'9". He could shoot. He could dribble. He was just a mismatch problem from us. Anybody we put on him, he had some kind of mismatch. Put me on him, he's stronger than me. We put our other 6'9 guy on him, he's faster than him. He can take him off the dribble. Like, he just always had a mismatch. And you could just tell, bro, like, he's going to the NBA. He's going to have a long career. There's a certain guy, Johnny Flynn. Even though John, if Johnny wouldn't have got hurt, please believe Johnny Flynn would have had a nice NBA career. Johnny Flynn was a monster. Isn't it funny, though? Minnesota took two point guards before Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. I mean, oh. yeah, Johnny, though. No, Steph was going to be No Steph. one did. I mean, and he wasn't Johnny, for five hey, years, you know. Ankle injuries always hurt. Johnny was special. Listen. And, our, and they took Rubio, too, right? It was both yeah, of them. Yeah, Rubio. At Marquette, our starting point guard was the number one point guard in the nation. Is that Dominic? Dominic James. And Johnny Flynn was the only point guard I've ever seen talk shit to Dominic James. And I was, like, in shock. I'm looking like, are you talking to Dominic like that? What was he saying? 
I have no idea. It was ten years ago. I mean, but some, it, if it's, it's memorable, you it's remember just the some fact of that he's it. Bark, they're just barking. Yeah. And I'm like, this freshman is talking to Dominique like this, and he's just like, bro, you can tell. Certain guys, you can tell. It's like, oh, they're NBA man. Anyone else you can think of? That was just that stood out. I just, mean, I, just, I, just best guys where you're like. I mean, Dewan Blair. Who doesn't have kneecaps, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Pittsburgh Dwan Blair. Hey, biggest oh. butt I've ever seen out of any NBA player. I mean, he would just remove people I mean, with that He made butt. a career for himself in San Antonio. I, I played everybody, bro. Josh McRoberts. John. Roberts. Oh. I'm surprised McRoberts. Man. No, he was. That, he was. It just surprises me because he seems like a burnout, but. Bro, McRoberts was athletic, bro. He. He caught an alley-oop on us and dunked it backwards. It was like number five on like top ten plays, bro. You can see me looking up at the lob like, oh, oh, shit. He was athletic, bro. You can say what you want. What about what about a player that was just – athleticism wasn't really a part of it. They could just ball. Just skill? Like just oh, – Heron Goldie. Remember Heron Goldie from Notre Dame? Average like 28 a game? Vaguely. You don't remember Heron Goldie? No. Oh, Her- yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, I fat, do. Fat, yeah. power forward. Which baller is crazy to me. You know what's funny? He's only like 6'5". He's short. He's a load, bro. Three. Why, just because he's thick? He's just smart and he's skilled, bro. See, those are the guys that are crazy impressive to me. That you look at them on paper, right? In warm-ups, you're like, this guy? We're supposed to be worried about Listen, this guy? He looked like he should be working construction. He's gonna get, He's going to get 28. <laughs> You're going, to, you're going to be like, damn, we did a good job tonight. What did he get? 26, 12 rebounds. You'd be like, holy smokes, he's good, bro. He's 6'6", 6'5". Just a, me- a mechanic that kills. He's just smart, bro. I'm smart. So the next question, Trent, is from Pete from Milwaukee. PDP. He says, if you're a player in the NBA, who do you want on your team more than anyone else, and who is the toughest to defend? Take it away. The guy I would want on my team. See, I'm a, I'm a slasher. I'm a runner. We get the rebound. I'm out. I'm sprinting. I'm running up the court. I'm jumping, flying. Give me Rondo. That's somebody I would love to play with. I know he's looking to pass it every time. I know he's good at throwing. A lobs. true pass first point guard. Like that's what I want. Now I'm not saying I'm picking Rondo to start my club and win the championship. But that's but the guy you would love. We just to play hooping. With. Give me Rondo. A pass first PG that's smart, won a championship, knows what it takes, plays hard, tough, and and he's going to keep everybody involved. That's actually interesting, you know, but makes sense. What if we're talking, so not Rondo, but big star. So of your, we saw the all-star game recently of the top of the NBA. Who do you want on your team and why? LeBron, bro. And why, though? Because is he a cancer to play with? Does he? From make, what I hear, does he make guys worse? Even though I that's hear, what they're trying to say, he's hard to play with. From what I hear, but why is it because he's the best? Because, because he dominates the ball. He always has the ball, and then he sometimes he'll hold that thing for the last five, six seconds and just swing you the ball and be like, "Shoot!" And that's actually and true. Sometimes it's hard for guys to be to be in rhythm like that. When I'm, I'm just. Pressure to shoot right here at the last second. I can't get a feel for the rock. I can't get a dribble in. I can't get a cross in. Just certain guy. Only certain guys can do that. That's Kyle Corbers. That's JJ Reddick. That's Clay Thompson. Clay J.R. Smith. Those guys are special. They can do that. But for guys that need to massage it a little bit, they don't play well. Like that's why. That's why Ingram doesn't play well with Brown on the court because he can't get his dribble on and his. You know what I'm saying? And he, he has to score he, with the ball. He doesn't have a feel for that ball, man. Some sometimes you just want to touch it. Not shoot it. I just want to touch it. Let me get a feel for it. So when it's time to shoot, I got a feel for it. That's true. So that's what makes LeBron hard to play with. But, but what when you choose him wanting to play with him, why? Because he's unselfish. He's he's he's, he's a willing passer. He's 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 gonna keep guys involved. As much as people hate him and knock him, you can't say he doesn't keep his teammates involved, man. You know, it's it's funny because this kind of leads into the next question. I mean, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. So LeBron, he's unselfish. If you're if you're on the same team, he's looking to advance the ball. He's looking to find you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think the uh, I mean, if you're the other team, how do you game plan for a guy like LeBron? I mean, or do you? Earlier in the career, you know, they wanted him to shoot the jump shot. You 
you make them settle and contest the settle and you live with that. But now he's shooting that thing almost from Steph Curry land a little bit. He's shooting some deep threes and he's knocking it down. He's shooting consistent enough where you got to respect it and kind of guard him a little bit tighter. He's not as quick as he was, but he's still got a nice little first step and he can body you and use his strength. So he's he's just a tough cover, man. He's a tough cover. Yeah, yeah. So um, so that's a guy you'd want to play with. Yeah. Who's the one that you would be most terrified to guard? Hands down, KD. Why KD? And I'm not surprised because I feel like KD, Harden, they're the best one-on-one players in the league. But KD's unblockable, right? 6'11", can shoot threes, can handle, can cross you up, step back, he can post up now and shoot the dirt fade, he can dunk on you. It's like, what can he not do? He's playing deep now, he's blocking shots. Is he stronger than we think he is? No. Because he looks like he should be in one of those commercials that's like, hey, just seven cents a day will feed a kid, you know. He's skinny, bro. Coming from a skinny guy, I'm skinny. Anybody that has ever seen me or if you YouTube me, I'm skinny as they come. But when you can shoot it from that deep and handle it that well, it doesn't matter that I'm skinny. Oh, you're stronger than me? Okay, stay in front of me. Use those use those muscles to stay in front of me. You can't. I'm going to cross you up, and I'm going to shoot this three in your face. Skinny, fat, whatever. And, I mean, if you don't overplay, he's going to shoot over you anyways. And he's a – I mean, he's got to be Listen, a top ten shooter, I would say. LeBron's one of the strongest guys in the league. Was LeBron trying to check KD the whole game in the championship series the last two years? Use his strength and body him up and play him physical? Eh, no. Okay, because there's a reason why you would get shook up, dunked on, and hit a shot in your face, skinny or not. So, all in all, KD. KD's that problem. KD's a problem. All right. So, next question, this kind of transitions into it. So, Kyle from Idaho, he says, what are the biggest reasons to love and hate LeBron James? Wow. I, I mean, you kind of went over some of kind of went why you love him because he's unselfish. He's a team guy. He's uh. But why is there so much flack on El- LeBron? Because I look at him and it's like, if you don't win the finals, like just making it to the finals isn't enough. Yeah. If you win it all or bust, and I feel like no one else has that same standard or has that high of a ceiling or those expectations. Here's the thing. LeBron came out of high school a phenom, and we put all these expectations on LeBron. And his first year he came out and showed, okay, he's as good as he thinks as we think he is. So then it's like, okay, he has to win a championship. He has to win multiple championships. And we just put – we put a lot on him. He put a lot on himself. He didn't want to put the chosen one on his back and the King James and all that shit. Like, he he put a lot of pressure on himself. And people expect him to live up to these expectations. And sometimes he doesn't. And that's okay. He's not God. He's not Jesus in basketball shorts. I mean, but is he the best player, all-around player in, in the league? league? Right now? Yeah. No, I don't think he is. And I'm a LeBron stan. I love LeBron. I don't think LeBron's the best player in the league anymore. So who is then? Uh, I take Giannis over him. I take KD over him. Oh, just because of potential, what just, he's going to be? Remember, he's 34, man. He's not young. He's not a young. So take 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 potential. No, not even potential. The, I'm talking right, right now. I, I, hey, what do you mean? I, You're telling me right now you can pick whoever you want. We starting a team. Let's go. You go. You picking LeBron right now? Be honest. If it's all, how many years do I have oh, to play? Oh man, we talk about right now, today, this season. Are you picking LeBron? If it's a franchise that I'm starting, no, no, I'm not taking LeBron. 2019, we playing for the championship. You picking the best who you can pick? Who are you picking? I'm still picking LeBron. Then you're insane. No, I'm picking. <laughs> I, 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 no, I'm absolutely picking LeBron because I feel like any team he's on is a contender, no matter what. Right? I'm not. No I matter what, I Giannis and. I, I love the guy, and yeah, they're first in the East right now. I'm not convinced they're getting past Philly, Boston, or Toronto. Hey, I hear you. I hear you. But if we playing, and I'm going to start this season, and I got the first pick, I'm picking Giannis before LeBron. I'm picking KD before LeBron. You're picking KD. Shit, yeah. Okay. Yes. And I'm not even talking about age or potential or none of that crap, because KD going to be 30, so he's getting up there, too. I'm just talking, man, from what I'm seeing this year, you can't tell me. So so here's my take on that, though, too. When you have five, 
nothing away from – I'm not taking anything from Giannis because what he does is spectacular. He's a special player. He's also incredibly unselfish. Yeah. He just wants his team to win, and he does all the dirty work. KD, for me, it's hard. I know he's amazing, but Golden State's not a team where you can send a double team. You can't, there's, you can't have help defense. Fact. Fact. So I look at LeBron, everyone's like, look, as long as we keep him out of the paint, we're fine, right? Mm-hmm. Because he has liabilities. He has guys that can't shoot on his team. Golden State, it's KD gets these one-on-one matchups, and he chops them up because he can. And it caters to his game perfectly. I mean, when he was an o- team, you can you tell him you can't double team off Draymond Green. Draymond I'm, Green's having one of the worst shooting seasons of his career. Well, let's be real. J- Draymond Green shoots with a backpack on, okay. whether he admits it or not. But he's smart enough, right? I mean, yep. he, his basketball IQ is through the roof. And Draymond Green drives me nuts, but he's an intelligent player. Yep. And he sets the meanest on-ball screens. The when, dribble handoffs. Dr- exactly the dribble handoffs, and he cuts and he moves. So he's not just standing there yep. wide ass open all the time, you know. Yep. That's my only beef with KD, and that's not even his fault. But I don't get to see what he can really do like when I did when he was with OKC because he gets the matchups he wants, and he goes to town. And it looks easy for him, but I think, Trent, you pick up right now and play. You suit up for Golden State, and you start. Mm-hmm. They're still winning it, bro. They're still winning it. Me in place of KD? No, not in place of KD. Oh, you're, I'm just saying. I'm just saying you're on the team. Yeah. Right. Say you're. Say you're like getting loony minutes. Yeah. They're still winning it. Of course. You know. It's, of course. I just think that he's got the perfect scenario to where he can do whatever he wants, and I don't feel like he lives up to that same standard that LeBron does. Hey, you win it all or bust. I don't feel like oh, any- he's to that standard. You crazy? Why do you think he went to Golden State? They're on his head. He do you was- think in OKC though they had him the same standard? Hey, yeah, win it win or it bust. It's, it's win it all or it's a failed season. See, I like that. I just that's not something I see, oh, and maybe man. the media conveys it differently. No, you- I just feel like LeBron is the most hated player. It's like you love him or hate him. There's no gray area because. You can get, like, with MJ, right? Everyone loves MJ because that's who we grew up with. He was our guy, you know? But I feel like LeBron haters have a hard time admitting that he does anything well. They hate him so much, dude. Some people just hate just because they just want to hate, bro. Like, some people don't even have a reason to hate. Like, I just don't like LeBron. And maybe most of it's fans, right? Yeah. It's just fan base. And they they saw how he did things when he did the decision. Do Do you think that's what made people hate him? I think that helped. I think that helped. The whole not two, not three, not four. No, I don't. That's just talking shit. Everybody talks shit. You think you think Steph and Clay and them ain't, ain't thinking that we can win five in a row, four in a row? You think they're not thinking that? They're just not saying it out loud. They don't have to say it because we know it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> so what was wrong with with him saying it out loud? Y'all, they want players to be honest and speak their minds, and then when people do it, oh, they don't like it. Oh, he's an asshole. Nah, that's there. true. Like that's come true. Come on, man, pick your poison. So really, the reasons to hate so. We've talked about why you love him. A guy like LeBron, the why is it hard? And you you love the guy, but yeah. what do you think are some legit criticisms? Like, why do people oh hate him? Because he won't shoot that last shot. He won't let it fly, which I don't understand. Because he's gotten a little better, but he's still not. This is why I don't understand it. We're going to blame his ass anyway. If he passing the Kyle Corver mission, who are we blaming? LeBron, why didn't you shoot it? That's so you true. might as well just jack it and let it fly. If you miss, oh, well, at least you shot it. At least you shot it. But all the critics – and he – I mean, granted, he says he's more interested in making the right basketball sure, play. But, but I don't know, like when he was in Cleveland, I don't know if passing to, you know, Rodney Hood or Clarkson when his feet aren't set at the end, even if he is kind of open, is the right shot. Bro, shoot it, LeBron. They're going to blame you anyway. Yes. Like, you're, you're in the lose-lose. I shoot that bitch from half court. They're going <laughs> to blame me anyway, bro. Like, what I got to lose? Ah. I pass it to Kyle Corbin, who shoots 1,000% from the three-point line. He missed. LeBron, why didn't you shoot? Because he shoots 48% from the three-point line. That's why. And basketball-wise, us players that know, that makes sense. It if makes I'm, sense. Today, we hooped. I caught it in the corner. I passed it to you. You were like, T, shoot that. No, you're a better shooter than me. Yeah. That makes sense. But. When they got you on this pedal stool, but when you're Le- when you're one. LeBron, it's don't even think about Shoot getting it, back. bro. Shoot it, bro. If he, if he I misses, got you. they're blaming you. So why not let it fly? 
Yeah, no, I, I got that. So what about him going to L.A.? Yeah. You know, and L.A.'s had their struggles. They're a G League team without him, <laughs> right? So do you think do you think LeBron just – it just more comes down to – we remember MJ for what made him great. Mm-hmm. And MJ was an asshole, and he was the best at being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And when he went to the finals or he said he was going to do something, he backed it up. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is my biggest criticism of LeBron. Like, stupid things like this. They ask him, you know, how do you feel about your career so far? You remember this? And he goes, I feel like I've accomplished everything yeah, I need to. I've got nothing else to prove. I've been, yeah. If you believe that, why are you saying that? That's the kind of stuff that makes me think, dude, everyone thinks you're soft when yeah, you say that. But I think he kind of did that to save face. He realized this season is what the hell. Like, we could scrap this one up. <laughs> and this one is, right? I mean, that injury set them back like a big dog. So I think he kind of did that to save face. So. But if they don't make the playoffs or if they do make it and get eliminated first round, he's like, oh, I accomplished what I accomplished, whatever. Yeah. Like, I ain't got nothing else to prove. It's whatever. Hey, Kyle, appreciate that question. A lot of good insight here. Okay, hey, here's a good one from Javier from New Mexico. Javi. Javi. <laughs> he says, how good is Zion Williamson? And do you see that translating into a dominant NBA career? What do you think? Man, bro, I I see the dunks, and I see the block shots, and I see, like, some of the sky rebounds. That translates easy. That's that's second nature. He's going he's gonna to do that anywhere versus anybody. Right. I, so, like, I, in the league, too, he'll be able to do that. Of course. Yep. It, listen, the league has more floor. He's going to – y'all think he's dunking now? He's going to put people in the rim in the league because you can't stand in that paint for three seconds. So guys are going to be coming help side late. He's going to dunk on so many seven-footers. Watch. Watch. Remember how Blake Griffin was putting people in the rim the first few years? Yes. It's going to be that times two. Okay. But what I like from him is his instincts. I always watch him help side defense. He always rotates the right way. He has a good him. nose for the ball. I always watch him in people. You see how he gets some of those passing lanes, some of those steals? That's great instincts. That means he understands the game, man. Watch, watch him on defense. Watch how he's always – in the right help spot. Watch how if it's a pick and roll, he's always bumping the roller. Watch little things like that that most people don't watch. Watch him when he does that. He's smart. His IQ's there. He plays well off the ball. How many stars you know at Duke don't have to dominate the ball? He lets J.R. and Cam Haddish and shoot Which all the Which is crazy to me. And that's why he's going to be perfect because he's going to get to the league and say, here you go, big fella. Go what? get him. Because I look at Barrett, and yes, Barrett is talented. Yeah. But how many games? I mean, he's probably had 12 games this year. And I'll have to go back and look. But where he has more field goal attempts than points, yep. and you got three legitimate blue chip stars on that team. Yep. And like I'll see J.R. Smith look at Zion look at Zion on the on the fast break. You got a two on one. He'll look at him, look at him, look at him, fake to him, not go to him, and then they'll call a charge. Mm-hmm. And he's just selfish. And a lot of that's being young, whatever. But I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like like you're saying, I feel like Barrett is a selfish player. I think Zion Williamson legitimately wants to win, right? I think Barrett wants to win, but you got to remember, he's playing for Coach K now. How many guys have we seen that Coach K lets put it up like that? Like, he he wouldn't even let J.J. put it up. J.J. wasn't getting 30 shot attempts. I mean, he was chucking. So you got you to gotta, – he was chucking. How many, if we looked it up, I doubt – well, I know that he, I know a lot he was, of 30 shot attempt games. So he had some where he was chucking his freshman year, and then when when they were running him off of all those screens, mm-hmm. he didn't have a single move other than shooting mm-hmm. where his field goals dropped dramatically, mm-hmm. and then he learned how to dribble pull up, and then those went back up. But then again, even if he wasn't getting those shots up, he was always the decoy, yep. and you had to worry about him. Yeah. But – my thing with Coach K is I feel like Coach K, and, again, he's one of the greatest. I, I mean, there's Wooden, right, and then yep. there's Coach K. But I watch him let Barrett and Reddish make some just airhead plays that are selfish, and he's not all over their ass chewing them out. He just lets them play. It's freedom, man. It is freedom, but I almost want to be like, hey. Okay. It's, it's to the point where you got to manage their personalities. They're already good. That's his role. You go get it. Yeah. That's his role. 
We don't know what Coach K and, those, and that coaching staff is telling that young man. Obviously, they're okay with him doing what he's doing because he's been doing it since the first game. And last I checked, they've lost how many games? Just two, right? So it's working. <laughs> now it's, and they are freshmen, so right? And they're, and they're 18 years That's old. That's the thing. I mean, I, I'm pretty hard on them. I'm pretty hard on Barrett. And I think it's just because I see Cam Reddish spotting up and I see what an incredible talent Zion is. Mm-hmm. But they're freshmen, you know. And so, I mean – now that's good. I, I, I mean, I'll I'll be more observant of that. Everything you're saying about Zion, though, I agree, and I think not. Is it just highlights? And he has a good nose for the ball, and he's great on help side defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, he makes a few dumb mistakes where everybody does. Yeah, but I mean, that's just part, like people were so hard on Jabari when he played there. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, he just, you know, he doesn't. I mean, you're 18 years old. You're human. You know, just. Zion, the difference between Jabari and Zion mm-hmm. is Zion wants to do everything right, wants, wants to win. He's diving on balls. I will say this. I've never seen a guy with his athleticism, first, never seen an athlete like him, but he has incredibly soft touch around the rim. He does. He had a seven-game stretch where he was shooting 85% from the field. Hey, whether those are dunks, layups, I don't care. It don't matter. Stop me from doing it. Don't right? I can't shoot, then stop me from getting to the rim. So as far as translating to the NBA, though, it, it's gonna enhance. If he if he's a hard worker, like if he has that, I want to be the best ever work ethic. He's gonna be a superstar. I agree, hundred percent. I I think he does have superstar talent. You know, I I hear these critics say his athleticism won't translate. Okay, first of all, this isn't just athleticism. He's a freak of nature. Derek Williams that played it. Arizona, yep. that was just an athlete that came out Kyrie's year. Yeah, second pick, right? Yep. So he was an athlete. Yep. But it didn't really, he wasn't a specialist, whatever. Sure, he's bounced around in the league, doesn't have any, any real good situation, can't play anymore. Zion, just with his athleticism alone, will always have a roster spot, no matter what, right? Listen, that's not athleticism, man. That's that's wings, bro. Do you see some of these blocks? Do you see that picture where he grabs that loose ball and the ball's indented? He's like Hercules, bro. That he's 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 not human, bro. He's he's from outer space or something, bro. I've never. Oh man, I enjoy. I just be watching. I just looking like, dude, how is he doing this? Like, how are you jumping this high? And I I would bet he's one of those guys. He didn't touch a weight growing up in high school and middle school. He, that's just natural God-given. He's just a freak. DNA. Yeah. So you think he has a superstar ceiling? I think it's superstar. And I don't even think that – I don't think there's a single scenario where he's, he's not at least starting for some team the majority of his career. Well, he already knows how to play off the ball. And that's the hardest he thing. He learned that this year. I know how I can play off the ball now. Go ahead. And still fills up the stat and I'm sheet. Still gonna give you twenty and ten. And I mean, you know, being able to guard some of those. I mean, you've guarded everything one through five. How hard is it to guard? Like you said before, how tough it would be to guard LeBron. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to guard someone thick? <laughs> right, that's the thing. And he's jumping higher than you, and he's stronger than you. It's it's tough, bro. They said something like there was this. <laughs> Like, they do those sports science where they measure your speed, athleticism, whatever. Yeah. If he runs into you full speed, head on, he'll it's like you. getting hit by a <laughs> it's like getting hit by a Jeep Cherokee at 10 miles an he'll hour. He'll kill you. You die. He'll run you over. He'll put you in the coffin. So we're on the same page with that, with Zion. Listen, next time you guys watch Zion, just for, for you guys that really know and understand basketball, just watch the small things he does. Watch the things where you're like, oh, that was a really smart play. Watch those type of things. That And those are good insights, Trem, because we see the highlights, but to watch those little details, yeah. that's, you know, something that isn't easy to point out. So next question is from Bradley from Montana, and he says, how do you feel about the Pelicans wanting to sit AD? I understand it because it's a business, and now he's an asset. And he's your most important asset, so you don't want to risk him getting hurt. Um, obviously they're going to have to trade him. Um, it's one of them things. I don't, I don't, I don't know if they want to sit him every game. 
Is that mostly just to stick it to them, though? A little bit, a little bit, a little bit of it. Just like you're trying to, you're trying to screw us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, A little bit of it is f you, you know, whatever. But the league has their rule where they can't just sit them. You don't want them to get hurt and have a major injury. He's already injury prone. Why can't they sit him? Because of entertainment? Because of money? Yeah. Remember when, when Pop would sit guys on national TV games? And Sitting the, Tony and, Parker, Ginobili. Um, Golden State would sit guys. On, so they kind of just nipped that in the butt. So it's one of them deals to where, like, they want to sit him, but they can't. They want to kind of screw him over, but they can't. I think they just got to let him play, man. Like, you see the first couple of games, they were subbing him out in the fourth quarter and sitting him. And, like, come on, bro. Like, now y'all hurting my stats. Y'all messing with my numbers for my career. It's a whole bunch of stuff that go into that. But that's part of asking for a trade, man. You got to deal with this nasty shit that, that goes on when the trade doesn't go through when you want it, man. And now both sides are in an uncomfortable position, bro. And it's, it's only a couple months left in the season, man. I mean, if they sit him and he don't play, he's going to be working out like a maniac anyway. So you can get hurt walking up your stairs at night, bro. So And if he gets hurt, he has no trade value, right? You can't move an injured I don't player. even think he's so good. I don't think that's true. Even if he got hurt, somebody still trade for that man. Yeah. He's 25, bro. He's 25 years old. So say he does go to L.A. That's not beating Golden State. You Thank know. you. I don't think so either. Fucking LA, all you want. Yeah. They're not beating Golden State. That's the thing, because Golden now, State him still has a bench else, on top of that. If they get him and some, if they would be Golden State if they got him and they kept all the pieces they got. So really? if he waits one more year and then comes to LA, they have a chance. But then LeBron's thirty, forty years old, thirty what? He'll be he's thirty four. Yeah, he's fifty six at that he'll point. He'll be thirty five. He'll be thirty six that following year. Do you think he'll be able to continue? I mean, how much longer can he play like the way he's playing? I have no idea. They say he works out like a maniac. He spends $2 million a year on his body. He's working out. He's doing all this stuff. I don't know. Who knows? So, all in all, with AD getting sat, getting benched, you get it. Yeah. Do you think it's deserved? Because if you're the GM and he goes, hey, I hate it here. I'm not playing. I demand a trade. Wouldn't you kind of be like, look, I want I want what's best for both of us, but you don't even give me a chance. You're just screwing us here. Yeah, but they're not giving him a chance, bro. Like, they didn't sign nobody this offseason. Julius Randle, they let Rondo walk, they let Boogie walk. Like, what the fuck are we doing, guys? So it's like, we just advanced to the second round. Let's keep this core, add a few shooters, and see what happens. Boogie's hurt, I get that. Because they were a surprise, and that was with Boogie being hurt last year. They were balling. And Drew Holiday's the real deal. He's nice. So it's almost like they don't care, so why does he care? They're not filling up. See? He's like, look, you're not. It's because they only care about the Saints in New Orleans, right? The, they the care about football. Owns the Saints owns the, the Pelicans. Yeah. So it's like, bro, he's like, bro, I'm not going to waste my prime like KG did. I'm out of here. Yeah, no, that, I, I can see where you're going with that. I mean, it's hard because, like you say, even if he's injured, he's still worth a lot. He's still 25. So if he is injured, he'd be fine. As that him. is my only knock, though, on these these guys that are demanding trades. They get hurt a lot. Like Kyrie, even. I'm not going all in on Kyrie. First of all, I don't know if I can trust the dude. Listen, number one, let him walk then, and see what happens. Are you are you see you sign him and hope and pray he don't get injured, but you let him walk for nothing? You look like a fool. Well, it's like Porzingis. He's only played past March, one year in his career. How old is Porzingis? Young. Okay. But when you're getting injured that much when you're that young. You never know, bro. Sometimes accidents happen. That's why it's called I mean, an accident. Yao Ming, Yao Ming was a freak, but he kept breaking his feet because he was so big. 7'7", seven, seven, 300-something pounds. Porzingis is what? 7'1". I couldn't even tell you how much he weighs. He can't be more than 250. He's skinny, No bro. way. He, no way. He, at tops, he's probably 250. Yeah. And we're over-exaggerating at that. So it's like, bro. He's a slender body, too. Remember, KD had a couple foot injuries and shit, too. That's true. It, it's hard to say. He's a I mean, slender body, bro. He might be all right, bro. If he does come back like how he was hooping last year, Dallas is going to be tough. You know what, though? I agree with you with AD. Even if he does go to L.A., if Golden State stays intact, they <laughs> Golden State's not tripping over New Orleans, no. Houston. Nope. Nobody, right? Nope. nope. Until they lose KD. And, it's and, Kate, then, and, then and this isn't even a question. Up. I want to know this. Why would KD leave? Everyone says he's leaving when you know. Listen, look, man. KD, you people may be hating on you for making that weak move, 
to join a 73 and 19, but you'll win six more championships in a row if you just stay put. You ever have you ever used somebody for something? You ever been in college and had a chick you messed with and she had like a nice car and you used it? She always <laughs> let you ride the car and drive it and pick it up anytime. Always asking for favors. Yeah, yeah. You know, let me let me borrow the car. I need. I don't have a car. I don't have one. Yeah, that's what he used them. I don't have a ring. All right, let me come over here and use y'all for a couple of years and give me a couple of rings and then they can't. So now that he's got them, he's validated. He's like, see ya. It doesn't help y'all to let him get back to back finals MVPs. He might get a third one. How many people have done that? No, he'll get y'all a third. Done, y'all done solidified him with the great, great. Yeah, they're, he'll get a third. They're about to talk top ten players of all time with KD. Back to back to back championships, finals MVPs. Who's done it? Mike. I don't know how. What back? Back to back or three back to back? Three and then three MVPs with the championships. Who's done that? Mike. I don't know. I don't know if it's been in a row, but I know Magic and Bird have both done it. They both done it three in a row. Not in a row. See They've just saying? done it three times. We may have to look this up, and if some of y'all out there, y'all want to look this up for us, let us know, but it ain't been too many. Bill Russell might have done it back when they was winning a thousand chips in a row. And they had eight teams in the NBA. But he used them. I I like the way you put that. I haven't heard it that way. With the car. I don't have a car. Let me use your car, baby. Yeah, he used them. He used them (laughs) to get what he wanted, and now, so where's he going, though? I don't know. They're still in New York. Why? Why does anyone want to go to New York? From out east. And Kyrie might go with him, but even Kyrie, to me, that's not a selling. That's from not Jersey. These folks are these folks got shit brewing, bro. They need more chips on the table if I'm KD, because if if, if I'm KD and I don't know if the money would match, I would go back to OKC. What's up? I'm coming home, LeBron style. <laughs> with KD, Paul George, Paul George and Russ. And you know what's funny? That'd be crazy. Steve, Tell me that would. Stephen Adams and Jeremy Grant. You got some role players that get it. I they just got Marky Morris. I love that, and I wouldn't hate that. I would go, good for you, Katie. Tell me that wouldn't be dope. I think that's the best move he could Tell make. Tell me that when I'm coming home. But he's got to go for free because you can't be paying. You can't. Where's that money going? I don't know. If, I don't think they can max out all three of those guys because Adam's going to be. If they got home. all three of them together, though, endorsements would be crazy. That don't. would be dope, though. That, you can't tell so me that that's the be best. Dope. That's the best. I would become a fan of KD. I'm going home. I'm going to go home and get us one. Because him going to him going to Golden State, I lost a lot. Of, and I like KD before. I lost a lot of respect because just like you said, I go, hey, go to any other team but Golden State. I I only disliked it because they were up three one on Golden State. If it was a if they lost move. to the Clippers, whoever in the playoffs, and care. then he went to Golden State, that's fine. Yeah. The fact that y'all beat me and I'm gonna come play with y'all, I can't do. I can't rock with that. Yeah. If you have a pair of balls. And you're a man, and you have an ounce of pride. Uh, you don't do that. You don't do that. The whole if you can't beat them, join them. If they lost to Houston that year, and then Golden State loses to LeBron and them in the ship, and he said, oh, "I'm going to Golden State," they just lost. They need me. The fact that you were just kicking their ass, and you go to their team, bro. Nah. No, nah, I'm not. I'm, nah, I, I'm with you 100% on that. Nah. Bro. So hey, this last question, man, it's funny. A lot of these are pretty focused on. L.A. and LeBron is from Milo from L.A. Okay. And he says, what is L.A. going to do the rest of the year, and what players do you think they'll get next year? I mean, you pretty much said it. Like, is this season a bust? Just chalk it up as a, as a loss? Are they four games behind right now? And they got the toughest schedule. They got a tough schedule. They play Houston on Thursday. They do have LeBron James. It's hard to tell right now LeBron's what he an, uh, even wants injury. to do. I don't know, man. I I will not make it because I think it will just be great for the league yeah. if uh, the Lakers are in the, in the playoffs. thing is, I don't want them to make it and be the eighth seed and play Golden State. That's a sweep. You hey, you, you maybe win one uh, game you might with get one. superhuman effort from LeBron, but it's, why? I mean, but they played them tough. That, that Christmas game, they was in their ass. That's nothing. Now, Grant, I understand y'all. It's regular season and it's not the playoffs. And damn, bro, they gonna get whooped that first round. That's true. So it's like, what's the point of doing that? Y'all might as well try to get a pick and use that to trade or do some kind with it. I agree. No, I I absolutely agree. But I think they will get a, um for next season. I think they will get somebody. Either they they give up all the young players for AD. I don't know what's the point of that. You want those young players with AD and LeBron. Now you deep. You youthful, you got some shooters, got some athleticism. You give up the whole barnyard for AD. It's like, what are you going to go do, sign a whole bunch of one-year contracts of shooters? 
Like, come on, bro. Well, I was, I was wondering what they were doing when they got Lance Stevenson, Rondo. But that's because it's a one-year deal, so that money's off the books. I understand that part of it. But it's like, bro, how are these people going to So it wasn't, it wasn't to compete. No, it was just. It was bigger picture. It was a good player, a good vet for a nice amount of money, and it's only one year. So who do you realistically think they get next year? Because I don't think New Orleans is. They already said they didn't like the package L.A. had. I don't see them all but of a sudden they're, liking they're, it. They're just waiting to see what Boston throws at them. I mean, if you can Tatum's better than all them boys, so if you can get Tatum, of course you take Tatum. But uh, but, and you might even get like Marcus Smart. You know, so you might get some other little good little pieces with it. So it's it's just being patient, bro. Like why why I'm finna send this guy out because he asking for it when I can wait and see what Boston's going to offer me. Then you never know what picks are going to. So really, all in all, L.A. next year. Even if they make moves, if Golden State stays the same, no one's touching them. No, pretty much. <laughs> Golden State is going to have this shit on, on lock for a while unless they lose players. KD may leave. I still think without KD, they still still have the best chance of winning it. That don't mean they will. But, but still, they have the best team still. Still the front runners. Um, so, yeah, we'll see, man. It's going to be exciting. It's crazy how the off season is more exciting than the regular season nowadays, bro. Nah, it's yet. Yeah. I mean, you have so much talent. Mm-hmm. Speaking of talent, so we'll just do this question. We got this. We got this a a week ago, but I actually want to hear your take on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a question. Can't remember who it was from someone in Oklahoma, some OKC fan. But they said, "What's more impressive, James Harden's triple double, or no, James Harden's." 30 straight 30 point games mm-hmm. or Russell Westbrook's 10 straight triple doubles and before you answer that the way I the, my thing was let me hear and, and you're you're probably going to prove me wrong on this is Westbrook is a triple double machine right and I give him props because when it comes to rebounds that's all effort Mm-hmm. You're not Ben Simmons, 6'10", point guard. He What is he, 6'4", 6'3"? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's all effort. But he also has the ball in his hands like 80% of the the time, you know, of okay. his team's possession. So I look at it and go, it's still impressive. But to me, that's not as impressive as a team that goes, look, James Harden is literally shitting on the entire league. Okay. He is getting buckets on any defense. That game he won against Golden State by himself. Ridiculous. Tucker wasn't helping him out. He was getting no help. Austin Rivers hit one three that game, and that's the first three I think I've seen him make in his entire career. And I look at it and go, their game plan scouting report is we are going to frustrate James. We're not going to let him get to his spots. We know his step back's coming. We're going to have a hand in his face. We're going to send a help defender. We're going to suffocate him, and they can't do it. And so not only is he scoring 30 points on all these different defenses that he's running at, and all these defenses are different, right? All these schemes are a little different. You have you have Rudy Gobert. You have a 7-2 guy in the paint that's just terrifying. These other teams are throwing guards at you, throwing double teams. They're gapping you. I mean, you have all that, but the reason why it's so impressive is even when he's not shooting well, he's still getting buckets, and he catches the D off guard. Whether you like the way he draws fouls or not, he is a professional scorer. He knows how to sell those fouls, whether they look legit or not, and a lot of fans will say, I hate a guy that shoots 25 free throws a game, but when he does that, if you're the opposing team, you can't get in rhythm. There's no momentum for you. He slows you down, and he gets to rest. I just think he's a lot more intelligent than we think he is. So I actually think, and they're both incredible, but mm-hmm. I think Harden's is more incredible. What's your take? Okay. They're both, like you said, they're both incredible. They're yeah. both amazing. Like, I probably only scored 30 a handful of times in my That's a lot of points. I don't care who you are. If you're playing church ball, that's a lot of points. The thing is, though, like you said, he's a prolific scorer, right? Yes. So take any prolific scorer in the league 
You put, put him in D'Antoni's system. No, nah, that's no, no, a wait, good wait, point. Wait, 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 wait. Put him in D'Antoni's system. Jeremy Lin did it. You take <laughs> you take away his, his his two second, his second, and his third best player. Yeah. You telling me they can't score 30, 10 games in a row? Maybe 10, not 30. Are you serious? You telling me you take away Russell Westbrook, Steven Adams, and say, PG, it's all you, baby. And Dan Tony's system, he can't do that same record. And in, I'm just jacking up the All right, and, all right, all right. In, on, he's a pro. Now, if this was a regular normal, if this was Jeremy Lin, like we just said, that's even more impressive. This is James. He's a, he's a monster scorer. He's a, he can score in his sleep. In his, in I'll a, be his, honest. I hate the fact that you just brought up Dan Tony's system. Come on, because that plays a part Because that it. was the only way I thought that I was thinking to myself, if I'm playing devil's advocate, that's the only way you win this argument. Bro. And you just stab me in the heart with it. Bro, you put any of the best scores in the league in that system with their two best players, second and third best players out, and they can shoot as many shots as they want, they're going to get 30. But all those games in a row? Man, hey, listen. 30. And, he, and he's a guy, He's like you said, he's a big free throw guy. He's a big free throw guy. He's had games where he's shot two for 18 from three and still got 30. But that's what I'm saying. D'Angelo Russell is having putting up crazy numbers without shooting a single free throw. Okay. But the thing is, if he's not hitting and he's not getting to the line, he's not killing you. Harden's killing you whether he's hitting Regardless, or not. Because he's just, he's just unstoppable, bro. Like, what? Either you're fouling him or you're scoring. So I, I think that's impressive. But I think other guys, there's a handful of other guys that can do that. Okay. In his situation. But what about Westbrook? You think anyone can do what Way Westbrook hard. do? No. No, it's harder. It's it's more it's more team involved. Just imagine if I'm getting these triple doubles, if I kick it to you, Jay, if you don't hit that shot, you don't I get don't that get assist. That stat. You don't get it. So I need my teammate to help me break this record. You know what? Thinking about it, when last year or what was it? When did he average a triple-double? Was the it last, last year? two years. Oh, so, yeah, last two years. Before he had PG and Mello, that's to me was when that was most impressive, when he's dishing to guys like Singler. Like, hey, Singler, make a play. Like, come on, bro. Like, people don't understand how hard a triple-double really is, bro. How hard is it to rebound when you're 6'4 against NBA talent, NBA size? I'm not 6'4", and I'm not in the NBA, but I was a guy that got a few rebounds in my day. It ain't easy. It's, it's You gotta you have to put effort in. Rebounders all effort and heart. Now, they're saying guys are moving out the way, letting them get a few. For maybe one or two. But he are not letting them get all 10. Hey, he had 17 rebounds the other night. So I'm 17. A lot of guards, point guards. 17. Like, in, point guards in okay. college won't get 17 how, rebounds the whole season. How many offensive rebounds is he getting when he's getting those triple doubles? That's what we need to start looking at. Yeah. Because that ain't got nothing to do with my – that's me going to get that shit. I want this ball. Yeah, that's a good point. So if he's getting three offensive rebounds and eight defensive and he ends up with 11 – how you going to say, oh, they letting them get them? I got three offensive. I went and took those. That's true. So I'm rebounding, and we know, we know he's going to score 10. That's not even nothing to think about. And I'm helping my teammates. I'm kicking it to my teammates. Yeah. And my teammates have to make the shot. So you, how can you tell me that's not more impressive when I have to get a rebound and I have to set guys up and I have to hope that my teammates are hitting the shots? That's more. It's, it's, it's not even close to me. Right. They're both great. They're both great, but it's not even close. I've had four triple doubles in my career. Trust me, they hard. Trust me, they hard. And I've had plenty of times where I'd be two assists, two rebounds. It's hard, man. It takes a lot. The energy factor alone by itself is second to none. It's impressive. Like, I got a lot of my teammates in my group message. They hate them. And I'm like, bro, as much as y'all hate them, y'all got to respect the energy. Have to. We all, we all in our group message all play. Y'all know how hard it is to play that much and go get all these rebounds and like, and they always say, yeah, that, that is tough with that energy. I that the one thing I can't argue, in the slightest, is his effort, and I do think that he's one of the most misunderstood players. I feel like you think, man, he'd be terrible to play with, but PG happens PG, to like him, PG and PG State. and PG has resurrected his career, and he is balling better than he best, ever has. Best statistical season of his career. And Scoring, steals. Russ, I can't, like, and I think what's hard for me too is he's shooting so poor this year 
and he's still chucking. But that's in his head, though. Yeah. You can tell that's mental. It's not like Markel Fultz where you just have the yips and you can't shoot. We know that Westbrook can play. He just, something's going on. He's just struggling, man. But. When your head goes, that shot goes. You can't argue that he doesn't bring it every night. And he's trying to kill you. Bro. And he does all the dirty. Hey, and it's. He's a dog. There's not a lot of, there's nothing sexy about getting a rebound. He's a dog, bro. No, that that's good. You, I, you killed me with hey, that Dan Tony hey, point, though. I think OKC is going to give Golden State a decent run, and this is why. No, no, no. They're one of the best defensive teams in the league, bro. No, they can play. They play defense. They're long. They're athletic. They switch everything. They play. They match up well with them. I'm not saying they're going to beat them. No, but I think they're going to give in them the, West, the toughest run. And I, I agree. I just look at it and go, unless Boogie's on the floor, Stephen Adams can't play. That's fine. He can't. That's fine. And he's their presence but just Boog- because of Boog- matchup problems. By, by time the playoffs start, Boogie's going to be clocking 30, 35 minutes. Yeah. So Boogie's going to play now. Right now he's not in all the way perfect, great game shape. But when playoffs come, they expect him to be there to clock 30-plus minutes. So you're going to put Steven Adams on him. You're going to let them big boys battle. I can see them giving him a run. I agree. I don't think anyone's anyone else now, is. Now, giving him a run, maybe they go six. Four and two. Six would be a big deal, that's, though. That's making them work, I don't right? think anyone in the East is going six with them. Did you see how Philly played them last couple of weeks ago? Without? Yeah. Without, I, uh... So, Philly's my pick from the East coming out. Who do you got? I don't think Philly can beat Boston. That's the problem. If Philly can get through they, they have the mo- They have the most talent, though. And I feel like talent can trump, but Listen, Brad Stevens is a witch. They'll I'll, figure I'll, it out. They struggle versus Boston. Which is weird. I don't know why. If they can get, if they cannot play Boston in the playoffs, I can see them giving Golden State a run. You see, they punished, they they punished Golden State two weeks ago. Embiid was feasting on that block. Come on, man, you how you got to beat them down. You can't beat them boys shooting threes. You kill yourself. You have to. No, beat you them can't beat them at your. You can't at beat them at their game. game. You got to punish them on the block. You got to be able to switch everything. Kill them on the if glass. Boogie's on the court. Embiid's on the court. So we good. But hey. Ben Simmons, where I worry about him, is down the stretch okay. when they foul who, him to shoot free throws. Who, who's Steph going to guard? JJ. What did JJ do? Run off picks. Steph going to be tired chasing this That's man off picks. That's a great point. Now, granted, they're probably going to switch it. But if you switch it, are you going to switch the screen with, with um, what's well, the kid name? That just, that just got from the Clippers? Tobias Harris. You going to switch the screen with Tobias? With Steph? Mismatch. You going to switch the screen with Jimmy? With mouse, Steph? mouse in the house. Go Mismatch. Yeah. That's a tough matchup for them. Well, and Jimmy, what, Jimmy's matched up with Clay or KD? You put Jimmy on KD. Because he's just a dog. He's just going he's just, he's just to be annoying. He's just going to make him work. He's going to make him work. And you put uh, you put my man on um, Tobias on um, Clay. But the problem is they got to get out first. They got to get they past gotta get Boston. There, which I don't know if they can do. But but what about uh, what about Toronto? I like them versus Golden State too. I, you know, I like them versus. Hey, they didn't look bad versus Golden State in the regular season games. Siakam, Kawhi Leonard, I'm not. He just continues to impress me, man. He d- doesn't do anything flashy. He just plays the right way and kills. And his done. hands are the size of a steering wheel. Bro, he gets the job done. He's amazing. I love watching him. And the funny thing is, we're not even talking about Milwaukee, and they're the number one seed. I just when they're young guys and none of no one's ever won it there. Yeah. I look at them like OKC when they had Harden, Westbrook, and Durant. You got talent, but when it, a playoff basketball is different, that basketball talent has to grow and, and, and mold with each other, and it takes a while. It takes a couple of ass whoopings to get it right. But sometimes, man, right now then you have a team that figured out on the fly. They got a good young, they got a good coach with Bud. They got some young pieces. They putting all shooters around my man. And they're uh, they're looking pretty good too, man. The East is up for grabs, bro. All that but, Boston talk is well, over and all the, with. And all the oh, the East is garbage. The East is trash. Listen, no, the East is. Keep, I mean, they got four teams that are tough. And Indiana is a sleeper right now because they're still playing well. Yeah, but Old Depot's you, out. Listen, He's the heart. You man. don't want to play them first round. I will say that. Sure you do. Because Old Depot's no, out, don't. so you'll play them. No, you don't want to play them first It's like, round. oh, Miles Turner's got to eat us up. Let's go. The Pistons. Who's else at the bottom? Charlotte. Pistons won't even make it. They're in it right now. As of now. I'm just saying, you don't yeah. want to play them first. That's no, all I'm saying. I, no, I agree. I agree. Well coached. They play good team ball. And they got my dog, Wessie West, shooting that thing. Hopefully he can uh, get hot in the playoffs or something to make something happen for us. But 
the East is fun, man. I'm glad the East is back and it's respectable. At least. Even teams like Brooklyn are coming in out of nowhere Brooklyn, and figuring bro. it out. Brooklyn, bro. So we'll wrap this one up. Mailbag. We went a little long, but that's because this was some damn good content. And uh, always good catching up with my guy, Tren. Yes, sir. And if his insights didn't blow you away, then you were listening to the wrong podcast. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is brought to you by the Spencer Williams team. Spencer Williams is a top-performing associate real estate broker in the state of Utah, ranked in the top half a percent of over 13,000 agents, also ranked among America's best real estate agents by Real Trends in partnership with Zillow, Trulia, and the Wall Street Journal, with over 250 five-star reviews online.